You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, 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 like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously, a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends, and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me, Miles, tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous, effervescent, stunning, up. <laughs> In my face, co-host Beck Beckchow. Hello, this is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. This week we are joined by a very special guest um, from one of the biggest podcasts in Australia, guys. So pay attention. It's Jacob Stanley from Just the Jizz. Hello, everybody. Welcome, Jacob. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Uh, Apologies up top, of course, as we like to do to all our guests for making you watch a movie. Mm, mm. A three-hour movie. Not only a movie. Mm, So just apologies up top. We just want to get that out of the way so there's no tension in the air in the room today. Really glad you addressed that. Thank you. Good. If anyone would like to send Jacob a gift basket or uh, flowers of some sort on our behalf to apologize, please Mm, do. Please mm, do. mm, At Jacob Williams Stanley on Instagram, just reach out and I'll let you know the best postal address. (laughs) I move around a lot. Yeah. (laughs) We'll put a Venmo up in the show notes or something. Um, (laughs) But so before we move on to the episode, we'd Mm. like to know if you have anything you'd like to plug, anything you'd like our listeners to know about. Obviously, Mm. you're just the gist podcast. Yes. So everyone has to go listen to that right now. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic if you haven't already. It is a podcast that I do with my very good friend, Rosie Waterland, um, who you may know. She's a pretty well-loved comedian and author. She's written some fantastic books and she does touring um, Mm. with some stand-up as well. And yeah, we do this podcast where once a week we tell a bizarre true story from some point in history and give you just the gist of all the best bits so Mm. it's None of the boring detail, just all the juicy stuff. And then we also have a second episode now each week where um, Rosie basically just scours the internet to find the most bizarre, quirky headlines she can find. Fuck yeah. Um, We call that breaking news. And uh, yeah, she shares stuff with me. In a lot of cases, it's stuff that I really don't want to know. (laughs) Certainly stuff I don't need to know. Um, And I'm forced to listen to it. Against will, but... Yeah, yeah. so if that sounds like it's up your alley, (laughs) certainly jump into that. But yeah, the core Just the Gist um, story episodes, the classic episodes, Mm. um, they're, they're fun for everyone. I just realized we have made you do something against your will on this podcast yeah. too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Women in podcasting, we need to, Torture never need to take ends. a step back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was blaming myself for this last night because I told you you could choose the film from Ooh, yes, a list so that you sent through of options. What I should have done is gone through and just you can choose any of these any 90 minute ones. options. Um, and yeah, anything that was over one hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> Apologies. Anyway, here Apologies. we are. Here we are. We're here. Fuck you, Martin Scorsese. Um, <laughs> so to start, so we're doing the movie Casino. Yes. That's what yes. uh, Jacob chose. And <laughs> Okay. Righto. Uh, oh, this was a group assignment. This was a I group think. assignment. Okay. Yeah, this took all of us. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you did this to yourself as we well. Yeah. Was I not on any of the email chain? Yes, but I will still... <laughs> Take a percentage of the grades. <laughs> so, uh, Jacob, what's your history with the movie Casino? Had You hadn't seen it before? No. Had you heard about it before? I was aware of its existence and I think that I have – I've just realised in the last few days that I've had a mental block to watching this movie and probably all of Martin Scorsese's other films. I don't mm. think I've seen any of them. I have wow. not seen Goodfellas. I haven't seen any of the Godfather movies and I think the reason for that is because Rosie and I met at drama school and oh, cool. when we were at drama school there was this group of boys who were just obsessed with this type of movie mm. to the point that in like lunch breaks and recesses and in every class they possibly could they would just want to reenact scenes <gasps> from these movies. Wait. And they'd 
film bros, mm. but drama school film bros. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> so they, oh, they, they wanted can do desperately voices. to be actors. Surprise, none of them have become <laughs> actors. They were not talented oh. at all, but they were just, yeah, they honestly thought that they were going to grow up and star in Martin Scorsese. Be the next films Pacino. In the the next yeah. So they'd memorized Rando. all the dialogue and. Like, obviously, we gave them a wide berth. <laughs> when they're in the same sort of space as you, yeah. you, you you're have to aware yes, of what they're things. doing. Yeah. It gave me the ick. And so I think any time that I've even considered watching one of these flicks, I just straight away thought of those chaps and was like, oh, mm, oh. no, something else. I love that so much. Mm. That is so dude cinema canon here. Yeah. That, oh, fuck yeah. Mm. This Love it. podcast is a retaliation to that specific behaviour. Yes, and yeah. we thank you for your service. Thank you. Yes. Well, look, we're four years in. We still haven't solved it. But <laughs> <laughs> keep popping fact, up. In fact, you might be part of the problem exactly. because <laughs> mm, confession <laughs> time. I, oh. <laughs> I will confess, I think I liked this movie. Ooh, I'm Who so are you and what have you done with my best friend? Surprise. No, because it's got – okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> This will just be a therapy session for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beck, what's your history with the movie Casino? I have not seen this before. I knew of it. I knew it had been on our list mm. for a very long time. I knew that Sharon Stone was in it and I knew mm. that she was hot as fuck in it. Mm-hmm. And that is all I knew. And that's honestly most of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big positive yes. of the movie. The costumes and Sharon Stone. Yes. And yes. Sharon Stone in her costumes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of the only redeeming factors mm. for me mm. of this film, yeah. but we'll get into it. But Who that's am all I? I, mean. <laughs> um, I didn't. I knew of this film. I think I always thought it was like the shittier Goodfellas because mm. ev- I feel like everyone also not wrong. <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> like everyone, I feel like has always talked about Goodfellas. It's like the classic mm. gangster movie of Scorsese's. And then I always felt like Casino was just a bit like, oh, and there's also Casino. So I just, all I knew that was that Robert De Niro was in it. I didn't even know Sharon Stone was in it. I didn't know who she was until like 20 minutes in. Then I realized that Sharon Stone. Um, So yeah, real blank slate with this one. Uh Mm, The real middle child, I guess, of Scorsese's. Yeah. Well, he's like the Godfather, okay? Goodfellas, and then you're okay like to be Casino. compared to Casino. I'm, as I'm a middle fine. child. I've been to therapy as okay. a middle child a lot, and you know what? It has its benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we jump in? Yes, let's, let's do it. All right. I was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I had it down so good that I ran paradise on earth. I had one of the biggest casinos in Las Vegas to run. For Tangiers. No one stays at the top forever. <laughs> In the early 1970s. Sorry, that's just the tagline to every gangster film ever. Yeah. Every. Uh, sorry, just be like, you know what? It ends badly. Guess what? <laughs> Cocaine's involved. <laughs> you think it's good then? Right, row. <laughs> <laughs> In the early 1970s, Las Vegas, low-level mobster Sam Ace Rothstein gets tapped by his bosses to head the Tangiers, that's what's called, Tangiers Casino. At first, he's a great success in the job. But over the years, problems with his loose cannon enforcer, Nikki Santoro, his ex-hustler wife, Ginger, her con artist ex, Lester Diamond, and a handful of corrupt politicians put Sam in an ever-increasing danger. That's that's wordy. That's meaty. It's Mm. a lot. Yeah. Mm. It also really... um, Reminded me of who Clear people are in this and, yeah. movie and their names. And so that will be helpful. That's really helpful. But I don't think it covered everything. So, Jacob, in your own words, how would you summarize this movie? A resounding who cares <laughs> from me. Um, look, I found out this morning it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And that sort of made it make sense to me a little bit more. Sure, but it's yeah. based on a man's memoir. And um, names have been changed. I'm sure a lot of uh, events Mm. were edited as well. Mm. But, um, yeah, that helped it sort of make a bit of sense to me because the whole way along I was like, why do I care about these people? Like, Mm. when is the story going to kick into gear? 100%. And then when I was sort of like, oh, okay, so it's kind of like a biopic, biopic. Mm. Which way do you guys say it? 
I always Whatever get way you want to say. I, I do exactly what you just biopic. did. I do both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hedge those bets. Yeah. yeah, so it is just about, I think it's kind of um, a voyeuristic look into what it's like to run a casino. I guess. Yeah. And, you know, in the 70s before they had computers and... That's right. <laughs> People could just do whatever they wanted. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the Wild West and there was a lot of money and mm-hmm. a lot of corruption and a lot of violence as well um, and a fair bit of sex. So I guess that's why it appeals to those... Those dudes. ...boys at drama school. Mm. Yeah. They're like, I don't have feelings. It's all just... Money and fun and glitz and glamour and boobs. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, no, look into your trauma, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was an excellent synopsis. Yes, that's exactly what this film is. And really good notes because I spent like the first 20 minutes of this film wondering when it was going to start. Mm. Did you feel that as well? Back, like, going to be honest with you, I um, believe it or not, with my time management skills. Mm-hmm. Um, was running out of time to watch this movie before today's episode. (laughs) I set aside two and a half hours to watch this movie. For a Scorsese. Well, I thought it was going to be two. I was like, it's a longer movie, so it's going to be two hours. So I may have skipped certain parts of it. So I skipped the whole first, I think, at least 10 minutes because I was like, this will all be faff. This will be at least a two-minute opening credits. Uh And then some guy being like, it was the good old date. <laughs> Me and Johnny and the boys. Spot on. Really yeah, was. was that it for the first 10 Spot minutes? Spot on. Oh, my God, I knew it. It's that. It, it was that trope of which we got with like Magnolia of just all these dude movies just introducing a million characters mm. in very quick succession. So if you're not paying attention, you're like, do I even keep watching this film if I've mm. missed all of these characters? But... It's really not important. Okay. Because I still got most of the film, even though I missed yeah. all of the... His name was Barbie Sucks. You know whatever. what? It's good you missed that because the first, the whole first 10 minutes is setting up the hierarchy mm. of the gangster world in Vegas. And you hate hierarchy. I so don't like it. In film. I believe in communism. And if you listen to that <laughs> podcast, this podcast, you know. I take a moment. I take 20 minutes every episode. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it felt to me like I was watching a really slick recreation style documentary yes because you've got the voiceovers of joe pesci and robert de niro Mm. at the same time and they're just stating fact after fact after fact Mm -hmm. and starting to put together a little bit of an attempt at a plot um and yeah this is weird yeah why can't you show me instead of telling me and you'll know you did not miss a single female saying a word in the first 10 minutes because I'm pretty sure it wasn't until minute 22 that the first woman had her line. There was Jesus. one extra said some sort of throwaway line in the background of one um, thing, but yeah, 22 minutes, which is when we met Sharon Stone. Then it was like, okay, yeah. now the movie's beginning. Hooray. Wow. What a breath of fresh air. Now we're into consciousness. And wasn't the first mm. thing she's like, don't you fuck me. And then she's just slow motion, like throwing chips in the air. Be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm beautiful. She's just having a good time. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that first 20 minutes is all narration and setup. Uh, but usually that kind of wraps up in these movies after five, ten minutes. But the first, it was just all narration. I had the same thing. I'm like, mm. shit, am I about to watch three hours of narration and then like mm. act outs of what they're narrating? And pretty much the whole movie was yeah. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. Lots of words. Very dense script in this film. What did you guys think of the narration throughout? Do you think it was something that helped the movie or was it necessary, do you think? I got used to it. Mm. But I don't know if that's like a Stockholm Syndrome situation, but I didn't hate it by the end. Okay. Uh, we can go ahead and just spoil anything. Absolutely. The one time that I really liked it, and I think it was used really effectively, is at the very end, Joe Pesci is narrating when he goes to that meeting with his brother, I think it is, oh, in yep. the desert. And midway through a sentence while he's narrating, he gets hit in the head with a baseball bat or something, and then he's killed. And normally you expect that the narrators make it through to the very end, right? They're the final girls. But um, in this case, yeah, he sort of dies while he's narrating. While he's narrating, and that's it. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't notice that, actually. I didn't notice that either (laughs) because I was in a rush. (laughs) That's what made the narration pay off for me, I guess. Yeah. That's a long time for a payoff, though, isn't Agreed. it? <laughs> Agreed. Martin, yeah. if you're listening. Should we go through cast? 
Yeah. 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 Because this it. cast is insane. Mm. Is this all the exact same, basically the same cast as Goodfellas and pretty, The Godfather? Pretty much. Yeah. Except in Goodfellas, it had that upper guy. Oh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yes. Ray Liotta. R.I.P. R.I.P. So Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. What, what's your relationship with Robert De Niro <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a film goer? Look, we probably connected most closely in Meet the Fockers. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think he actually does comedy really, really well. Yeah, okay. What else? Did he do Cape Fear? Was that that, I think that was a Scorsese, Robert De Niro movie. That was a really good movie. Mm. But again, yeah, it's, you know, Godfather's, well, if you haven't seen all of Scorsese's back catalogue, yeah. that's most of Robert De Niro's back catalogue. Yeah, they've got like 10 movies together or something, yeah. don't they? Yeah. yeah. I love that he made it to that list of the cuts etiquette rules for living in New York. Oh, these were crazy, but weren't they? Even if that you know cool. him, don't call him Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him... <laughs> Because it's one of the things, it's like a status symbol in New wow. York. But if you know Bobby, you call him Bobby. And so <sighs> people just go around dropping the name Bobby. Bobby, Bobby De Niro. Ew. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to call him Bobby. So okay. he's a cultural icon. <laughs> yeah, he is. How about you guys? I, I found in The Godfather, he was very hot. Yes, like he's I gorgeous. will say, yep. he mm-hmm. has this like wistful stare about him mm. and he's got very dark eyes. Mm. And this for me is like the. This movie, I think, is on the cusp of, like, I still found him quite attractive in this movie. Yeah. That is probably also because he was standing near Sharon Stone a lot. I think mm. that helped. Absolutely. And, and it was the suits. The suit, the they orange suit. Can we talk oh. about all... So, I read, I did a little bit of IMDb trivia research today because... Mm. I liked the movie. It's uh, again. <laughs> the costume budget for the film was one million dollars. Robert De Niro had seventy different costumes throughout the film. Sharon Stone had forty, and oh. both were allowed to keep their costumes. <gasps> oh, like, I want to rob Sharon Stone's yeah. house <laughs> and Robert and Bobby De Niro's house. I want some <laughs> I of them too. No, I will. I will. One of her gowns was a Bob Mackie. What's that? Oh, Bob Mackie. I'm so sorry. Oh. I know, I don't know things. He designed all of Cher and Tina Turner's Oh, shit. Like the big glittery ones yeah, with all the yeah, feathers yeah. and stuff. Every iconic Cher look oh. designed by Bob Mackie. And, and he, all the costumes for her tours. Every, yeah, oh, my God. Iconic. Holy shit. Yeah, and so he um, did a few gowns for Sharon for this. Was I it? Really I read that one of the one, like it was like, Chain, not chain link, but like gold uh, beaded. Beaded. Mm. That apparently. Mm. That's the one. Oh, really? And it weighed like 20 kilos. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Mm. I thought it was like the orange little check number that she had on oh. at the very start. You only saw it for a few seconds. And it was like orange and like silver and it was like check pattern. And she just, there was a, she just walked through the casino and at one time and I was like, I want to get married and I want to be. Buried in that dress. Mm. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on screen. Probably a Bob Mackie once again. Probably, yeah. Um, I read somewhere as well that they had special wardrobes for in-between like takes, yeah. if that makes sense. And when they were just hanging out in their trailers, so they didn't have to get completely out of character and get back into their 1990s garb. Mm. Um, yeah, they had specific wardrobe just for like what they'd be lounging around in Trailer as wardrobe. their characters. That's oh pretty cool. God. I imagine they got to keep that as well. That would be fucking sick because oh. Robert rocks a 70s suit. I will say mm. that mm. for Robert. I, I thought he was gorgeous in this film. I love him so much. I agree. I think he's right on the cusp mm. I reckon whatever his next movie was it's like now he's old Robert De Niro yeah he goes know? he's done the daddy to father transition exactly I think. exactly once the turn of the millennia happens yes. he becomes father <laughs> the turn of the century <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so then next we've got Joe Pesci oh. who plays Nikki the mean one the bad one yeah. the bad one what yeah. do we think about Joe Look, I can only remember having seen him in Home Alone. Yes. I'm not sure what else I have seen him in. Mm. Home Alone was five years before this one. Really? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And what I was most surprised by was the facelift. Mm. I was going to say because he's had had work done since Home Alone. Yes. 
And I was trying to Google it to see if I was correct and whether it was a facelift or whether it was like just face tape, tape. which they oh. were doing very much in the 90s. Oh, just tape they? it and then put the wig over the top. Yes. But like his eyes are pulled so tight and then his skin is bunched around his ear and jaw yeah. really, really badly. And I was like, oh, he's either just had a really imperfect facelift since Home Alone. Yeah. I or couldn't maybe see this it. is a choice. Maybe this was a choice for his character. But, yeah, it was so distracting. Do you know if it was? Did it say anything? Different theories I saw online, nothing conclusive. I was wondering the exact same thing. I'm like, mm. is this for the character? But the character Nikki doesn't seem especially, like, vain or, or no. materialistic in terms of, like, looks. That's so – I think people never grill men about their plastic surgery. Yeah, true. Mm. He's so angry. Yeah, true. Because mm. I was thinking – I was like, Home Alone surely was then – way after this because mm. he looks so much older then mm. it all makes sense mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he'd had a fresh nap. But yeah definitely any any side any profile shot of pesci yeah. you, see, you almost see the lines they're almost drawn <laughs> <Yes>. on <laughs> yeah interesting it's, choice it's a bad look um so now i want to look up some other things that he's in and see if i can track the timeline have you face. jacob have you seen the michael jackson created original film moonwalker from the 1990s i have not Interesting. Not a lot of people <laughs> have. Interestingly, being buried um, <laughs> since then, it's very difficult because it is a a children's movie <laughs> made by Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. No. Yes. Oh yeah. As a former lover of Michael that. Jackson, um, I Not watched it a lot. Sexually. No. He wouldn't. There's things about me that don't, don't tick his boxes. But anyway, um, <laughs> he, I, I used to love him. Grew up watching this movie. It's so shit. It's terrible. But Joe Pesci is the villain in it. Okay. It's very strange to have. Like, it's just 100% just called in a favor. Like, uh-huh. no one else in it is a known actor. But then you've got Joe Pesci playing the villain. <laughs> really? So that might be, I was just going to say that might be something else you know him from, but. No, 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 I haven't had the pleasure. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I forget about that every three months. I mean, And then it just slips in as a reference. I'm like, oh, I can never get it out of my brain. I mean, Beck watch it. Yeah. Don't watch it. Uh, I don't want to do, we already did this to you once. I'll look up some stills though. (laughs) Unless you like things that are like fantastically crap. Yeah, true. Which I often do. It is a great, fantastic crap movie. My top pick for films in 2022 was Halloween Ends. <gasps> that was a riot. Awesome. Yeah, so dreadful. Makes zero sense. Yeah. And I have, didn't cackle in any other movie the way I cackled in that one. <laughs> fantastic. One of my favourite movies of all time is Showgirls. <gasps> I adore that. I could watch it a million times, except for the horrific rape scene. Just skip over that. Oh. <laughs> but the rest Go back of to the pool is. sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sharon Stone actually auditioned for one of the roles in that. that I remember makes a that. Lot of sense. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. They nearly ended up with a much bigger cast for Showgirls than mm. they ended up with, and poor Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, oh, didn't girl. work out all that well for her. If not her, it was going to be Madonna. Anyway. What? I have digressed. Yeah, apparently Madonna was... For showgirls. For showgirls, but um, she wanted some script tweaks to be made. Oh, and they, and they were like, her no, script approval, this so. is a brilliant script and <laughs> yeah. there's no issues. This masterpiece <laughs> will not all be of, sullied. All of the physical blocking stays. <laughs> we're really married to it. This is why Madonna's a little bit loose, a loose yeah. cannon now. She's like, I've been gaslit yeah. so hard. <laughs> Everything leads back to showgirls, yeah. Yes, it does. So then we've got a bunch of other Italian gangster oh, men who all look who the same. Mm. Um, did anyone? Did any of those other, as Anna said last week, miscellaneous men stand out for you guys? No, no. obviously no. Yes, no, no. no. There was my brain. several lawmakers sure. or like half lawmakers, like politicians or people that worked at like. The attorney's office or the district's just a lot the of American. Attorney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, what is it? Bureaucracy terms that I don't understand. Yeah. Mm. They all look exactly the same. Yes. So I can't. District and like attorney vaguely always familiar. Shows yes. All of them had this sort of, I've seen you in something, something else. Sometime. Yeah. You've been a featured extra in a lot of things, mm. I think. Uh, I only learned after like reading some trivia about it that the actual, you know, the guy that he hires to be his manager of the casino, the short old guy, um, that's Don Rickles. Oh. Like an old, old famous comedian. Oh. And yeah. Huh. 
No idea. I anyway. guess because he wasn't being funny, I didn't yeah. recognize him. <laughs> 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 All right. Can we get into Let's it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. Oh, the diva. The, the goddess. Absolute the last goddess. true movie star. Yeah, really, really is. Mm. Hey, have you seen Basic Instinct? Of course. Of course. Great. Yes. We, just did, we only did that recently. Yeah. And I just did like. Did you like it? Oh, absolutely yes. bewitched by how beautiful she is in right. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can Michael imagine. Michael Douglas? Was oh. it Michael Douglas? Yes. Yeah, fuck yeah. off. Go away. Get no. away you from her. You don't deserve to be in her presence. Go away. <laughs> but Sharon. Ugh. Yes. She's sensational in this role. She's wonderful. Yeah. Born to play this. Born to play this role. Mm. Mm. I love the moment when, because um, when I first saw her, I was like, oh, because I didn't know it was Sharon. I was just like, oh, my God, Ginger is gorgeous. Like, who is this siren? And then I love the moment when Joe Pesci and his wife meet her for the first time. Do you remember that? And then they just, like, walk into, I think, like, Robert's, De Niro's like apartment and then mm. they see Ginger and both of their faces, they're smiling, they just fall mm-hmm. because they're just so shocked at how beautiful this woman is. It's like the perfect introduction to Sharon Stone in this movie. <laughs> when she first comes on as well and she's sort of smiling up, I thought something had gone wrong on my laptop because there was no sound. <gasps> oh, there's yeah. no music, there's no speech. It's just a moment of silence as you sort of get this stunning. I assume it was intentional. Maybe I think it, wasn't it was. No, I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that was really effective. That was really effective, mm. and that's that's Marty. All right, mm. guys, that's now I'm on first name basis. So that's Marty <laughs> with Mr. Scorsese, Bobby and Marty. Look, I feel like I've just watched enough Scorsese films now for this podcast that I am like comparing him to other directors that I hate and mm-hmm. can't stand watching. So like I was watching this movie and just getting a lot of Tarantino vibes or like what yes. Tarantino wants to be. Mm. Yes. Like a lot of quirky music like drops and like that yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. like going silent really quickly for no, like for, for an important moment. So, and then like, I think about like Stanley Kubrick, who is just like the worst dude that's ever existed. <laughs> and then like you hear Martin Scorsese and he doesn't, seem like a bad dude and I like those moments that he does in the storytelling. Mm. I like the way he tells stories. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my that's pitch great. for Martin Scorsese. Would this be your favourite Scorsese film? Oh, my God. I can't believe anyone's ever even asking me that question. <laughs> <laughs> what have I become? <laughs> Thank you. But, um, yeah, I'd say – no, no. Good, I liked Goodfellas more, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think I liked Good Fellas. We watched it two years ago. That was now. a long time ago. Uh-huh. That was a lockdown one. Oh, that was in the first lockdown. Oh, because yeah, it was like two and a half hours. So we were like, we've we've bloody got That's the time. <laughs> Let's get these long ones. And we thought we did all the long ones, but we didn't. We no. did. There's so many long ass movies. The longest one we've done is another Scorsese, The Irishman. Did you hear about that one? Came out during oh. lockdown. I honestly don't think I've seen any of his movies. That's so refreshing. That's awesome. Jacob, that is so refreshing. Gangs of New York. I don't know what else he's done. Really. Uh, I mean, it's basically just, you've seen Casino now. So mm. just That's like it. kind of different yeah. flavors of this movie. Okay. Right. Literally, it's just all, yeah, um, not all, but like mostly gangster uh-huh. based stuff. And like we said at the beginning, like it always escalates to a crescendo and then it all comes crashing down. That's mm-hmm. the basic plot of mm. most of his movies. Okay. Cool. But, or trilogies, because it takes three movies to get there in The Godfather. Right. Mm. Okay. That's a slug. Yeah. Yeah, because Goodfellas is like this, but without the casino. It's just boys having a little tip. Organized crime, yeah. And mm. then The Godfather is the same, but. With a family. Super Italian. Just mm. Mm. everyone's Italian in there. And mm. then what's another one? That's it. That's it. That's all the important <laughs> taxi ones. Taxi driver. Oh, taxi. Nah. Nah. Yucky. Like no good. Okay. What do we think of her character arc? Like how she started as this very strong, incredibly uh, intelligent, independent woman and then just kind of decomposed into this like blubbering mess that ended up ODing and dying. Yeah. How do we feel about that? Oh, awful. Yeah. But also you could kind of see it coming, mm-hmm. particularly the the conversation that he was like, Let's get married. She's like, I do not love you. And he's yeah. like, oh, that convo. <laughs> That's fine. Mm. This will not be an issue <laughs> at all. Yeah. Famous last words. Like he's basically just making her his full-time yes. sex worker. 
Yes. Yes. Right? And yes. she's just got to then cancel all of her other clients. Yeah. And then bit by bit he takes away her independence. Completely. Yeah, yeah. and autonomy. And... Mm. and so then she's stuck between him and then Lester Diamond, did yes. you say yes. his name was? The James the Woods, ex. the ex-pimp Yeah, I know, guy. that was James Woods. Ugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sk- oh, yeah, it's uh, terrible. I need a shower after watching any yeah. scenes so with him. Gross. Yeah, Slimy. Um, yeah, so the fact that he just made... Managed to keep his hooks mm. in her as well. She had these two men that were using her in different ways. Yeah. And then, yeah, stuck in this situation where she's got kids. Apparently in real life, the real Ginger had three kids <gasps> um, that she didn't want. She didn't want the life at all. But she, was she was just forced to breed, yeah, basically. into it, yeah. Well, that's what he says because he's like, oh, that, yeah, I, that whole conversation just gave me such ick and such, like, scared for the rest of her life of – because she's been put in this situation where she can't really say no. Mm. Like, he's saying, look – just marry me. You might fall in love with me. If it doesn't work out, no big deal. You're free to go. But he just – and she kept fucking saying no and she kept saying, giving reasons why it wouldn't work and mm. he just kept persisting and kept pushing her and forced her into that position of marrying him. When he was like, don't worry, I'm going to like – even if we break up, I'm going to look after you. And I was like, that's – has never ever happened. Have ever. You ever seen a Scorsese film set? <laughs> so even if you like cheat on me, beat me up, whatever, yeah. like you know, I'd kill my family, whatever happens in the future, I'm gonna make sure that you're okay. I'll take care like, of you. Oh my god, I've had men be like, "I love you," and not take care of me at yeah. all. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just it just gave me such. Oh, I was just so scared for it. And then yeah, being basically forced into having his kid. He's like, we don't get married, so you don't get the security of my money until mm. you have a, my kid. Mm. Ugh, yeah. that's actually my worst nightmare. So she couldn't like, what is she? Yeah, what she can say? No, she can't really get out of it. She's yeah. like, well, I want the security for the rest of my life, and the way I pay that is by having a kid. Mm. It's like I didn't really blame her when she didn't when she wasn't a good mom and all that stuff. Mm. It's like she didn't want it in the first place. Oh yeah, not mad at her. It- at all. Yeah. yeah. She tried to, you know, look at all the fancy jewels. And exactly. Like, okay, this makes it worth it. The yeah, furs. yeah. She's, yeah. She <gasps> Lying was on the bed with all those, like, the gold jewelry. Mm. I was like, that is sexy. That is pretty cool. Is. That is so hot. Yeah. It is. But, <laughs> this will know, be good for a while. It's going to wear off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get from that. Yeah. So I was wondering what you guys thought of it because what we try and remind ourselves in this podcast is that a lot of these female characters are written by dudes. Mm. So mm. did you feel like it spoke true to how this might play out for a woman in that situation? I don't Jacob, what do you think? Uh, as a non-woman. I think. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. As a woman. Um, uh, I, yeah, I thought this was very real. It felt like, real to me. Yeah. The ramifications of having your life controlled by another person mm. and everything. Just being pushed to the brink of literal hysteria. Yeah. I do. Hey, there is this trope though in these movies of, you know, a woman, she's a wild woman. She's a, She's Can't a, be a lady of the night or yeah. a sex worker as we call them these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the 90s it was lady yeah. of the night. <laughs> and that meant that she was also like on drugs and mm. obsessed with money, money and just had all these like awful, bitter, evil mm. traits. And they're like, well, of course she was going to lose her mind at mm. some point because she's just such a degenerate and she's fucked up. Yeah. And it's like there's never – a redemption arc for these women in these movies. And it yeah. always leads to them either like burning themselves out or someone else killing them. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It felt real. Like it did feel like it's like, this is a believable character, but mm. it was also like a little, little tropey. Yeah. It felt a little bit, it felt real. Like I was like, yeah, I would go crazy too, but it also felt a bit two dimensional. Like it's like, there wasn't a lot of depth in there. It's just more like, okay, she's obsessed with money. She's obsessed with drugs that's kind of her whole story. Whereas mm. I feel like the male characters got a lot more, I don't know, 
Yeah. Zhuzh. Yeah. Yeah. to their motivations for things. Mm. Mm. I would be really interested to know whether it was based on a real event or not when she ties the daughter up to the bed. <gasps> oh, I forgot about the that. House. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. That was disturbing. That is extreme. Yeah, shit. That any mother would do that. Yeah. But maybe it is, yeah, based on something the real ginger did because mm. that sort of felt like it pushed it a bit too far. Mm. I did believe like the, the car you know, when she's using yep. her car to destroy his. Yeah. P.S. That is Sharon Stone behind the wheel. <gasps> I read somewhere that she was like, that was one of the funnest parts of what? this. She's ramming a car yeah, yeah, yeah. over and over. God, she, I love it. like just got to cut completely loose. Oh that is really God. cool. Um, and then, yeah, like the screaming and shouting when the cops show up and she's demanding to get access to the house, like when she was just in that full-on frenzy. Yeah. It did feel believable. It did. Me. Yeah. But I say that once again as a non-woman. That's okay. You can speak <laughs> just for us. as a person. <laughs> there have been situations in my life where I would love to be able to just go just, as yeah. wild Let and loose. as that. But I haven't had enough cocaine. Ugh, so that's the inhibition. The One day you'll get enough down. cocaine to go absolutely wild. Oh, thanks wild, for the encouragement, Beck. I'll work on it. <laughs> you can have Scorsese movie level cocaine. I feel it. <laughs> We can get there. If you believe it, you can achieve it. If you believe it. it. That is one crime these movies continually commit is making people who are on tons of cocaine look hot. Yeah. That's true. We need to stop the lies. As a comedian, that is not the case. (laughs) Know that for a fact. I mean, it does, you know, it nosedives towards the end. She gets the mullet. Oh, my, that. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about the mullet? I thought thought that was a wig, like a disguise, because we first are introduced to the mullet when she's kidnapped her daughter and is Mm. meeting up with Lester Diamond. So I'm like, okay, it's it's okay, guys. It's Mm. a disguise. It'll come off. And then it doesn't. It doesn't. And then it stays. And it's really disturbing. Mm. I don't like Mm. it. (laughs) Shame. So, yeah, there you go. Interesting. Cautionary tale. Glamorous for a while. Yeah. How you'll end up. Mm. Mulleted and munted. So you didn't Mm. like the movie. What Mm. was your least favourite part? Mm. I mean, a lot of the scenes were just so drawn out with this dialogue that felt so repetitive because I just didn't care. Explaining everything in so much detail Mm. about like the, yeah, the hierarchy of how casinos work and everything. There was a bit that's like, okay, are you training me to work here? Like, do I need to know all this? Yeah. And also like I had to pause and Google what is a teamster? And I still don't really what understand a what a team is. It's something to yes. do with right <laughs> unions and oh, like, the u- yeah, yeah. But right. still, that I, I like it. Sort of assumed that I already knew a decent amount about the mob and its mm. connections to unions. Yeah, and <laughs> it really did. So that's why I was just the whole way along, I was a bit like, yeah. What? <laughs> What is this? <laughs> why do I care? Yeah. Why, why should I care? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, and that's then the, the general vibe for most of our viewings of these movies. Why? Yeah. And also, why did the violence need to be so graphic? <sighs> yeah, it A lot of things away. could have been maybe more impactful mm. had they been implied rather than actually seeing a guy's hand getting pulverised by a hammer mm-hmm. and the head in the <gasps> vice. Oh, I had to look uh, away. I couldn't. It's. It, I found it bizarre for myself that I was having that reaction. I was literally watching it through my yeah. fingers over my eyes. Yeah. And like I said, I love a horror movie. But somehow yeah. when that's that kind of graphic, graphic, saw-level torture porn, porn is yeah. taken out of the context of a, a horror film, it's really off-putting. It's just it's a Bobby so De Niro, Sharon unneeded. Stone film. Yeah. Like my partner was watching that part at the same time as me and I just like was watching, looking at him, just being like, just can you describe what? happening because mm. i can't physically watch this i'm like is it squishing is his head squishing he's like yeah his eyes, eyes are bulging like because <laughs> also like with, i like oh, that was so bad yeah so the whole face just like going purple because like, <sighs> with like horror movies like you know what you're signing up for you're like mm. somebody gonna get stabbed to a billion little pieces at some point mm. with this it just came out the like extreme violence just mm. came out of nowhere yeah. And every time that it happened was so fucking intense. Like mm. the baseball bat scene at the end. Mm. I, oh, with the brother. Yeah, oh. I skipped over it and then just all of a sudden saw them in the hole. And I was like, <laughs> this is even worse. Yeah, yeah and then buried alive. <gasps> like, 
like they just took oh, it a few steps yeah. too far. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of the killings were really sort of glorified and made to look really cool as well. Like just 100%. walking past someone and casually boom, boom, boom with yeah. a gun and they're gone. With a cool music track underneath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's very Tarantino. Blech. Totally like glorifying violence and making yeah. it cool. Um, and then the fact that he survived his car blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and he's dragged out of the funny. car and he's just got like one of his bell-bottom flares <laughs> is on fire or something. He's got some soot on his face and that's it. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, they started with that. that so weak. Yes, so that's the opening scene. If you start with that and you're not on board, yeah, the next three hours are going to be torture. Whimper after that. I thought if he was going to survive, then he was going to be like disfigured. Yeah. Or, There'd be ramifications of exactly. it any sort. Yeah. yeah. Not just a dry cleaning bill. <laughs> Sorry, just <laughs> <spit> <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sally, I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you guys notice uh, in that explosion scene, the very splits, and I accidentally caught this, the very split second before it blows up, Robert De Niro obviously turns into a dummy in the front seat. Oh, <laughs> okay. I will go back and look it's at that. It's amazing. Watch that as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. It's almost comical. Like it, like it's so it was done on purpose because he's like leaning like this because he's like turning on the like mm. the radio or whatever, and then all of a sudden he's. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Well <laughs> Which I was not expecting for Scorsese in the nineties. Like he's meant to be a good filmmaker. Yeah, <laughs> how do you let that slide? But I don't du- like dummies have come such a long way. Like I That's mean, true. We, do we remember the dead bodies from Indiana Jones? Embarrassing. <laughs> are you a Harrison Ford fan? Uh, what are your thoughts on Harrison? This is a safe space. I was a very big Indiana Jones fan in Ooh. primary school. That and Jaws were my like obsession Cute. movies in yeah. like late primary school. I haven't gone back and rewatched them for a very long time. There are certain things that I like to preserve in my childhood that yes. I know I loved and I don't need to go back and look at again. Um, and I haven't seen Star Wars since forever. And oh, yeah. Actually, I am watching Shrinking at the moment that Harrison Ford is in. Is he in that? The one with, yes. um, what's his name? From uh, Jason Segel. Yeah. Oh. Really well-written, well-performed show. And he plays the crusty, grumpy old man because he always plays the crusty, That's grumpy old man. That's his only character is yeah. himself. That's his true self. <laughs> and no one does it better than Harrison. No one. Um, but it's, yeah, it's fun to see that in a mm. comedy setting. Oh, it's a comedy? Yes. Mm. Okay, I we might yeah. need to watch that because we he's becoming an enemy. Well, he is an enemy of the podcast. Yeah. So right. we need to ease off okay. a little I, bit. I, I, yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. This might shift your perspective a little bit. That actually There's sounds There's one scene lovely. where he gets really high on a lot of weed gummies and Cute old ends man up at a party. You'll see. Yeah. Okay. He does it very well. We do that sounds that. endearing and like the exact thing we need for Harris. And we need mm. to see him in a like more vulnerable, mm. endearing role because he's always just played these assholes yeah. that we hate. So. Well, it's perfect because his story arc is that he's always been this very sort of stoic, crusty old man who's just found out that he's developed Parkinson's and so he's got to like let his family know wow. and all of his co-workers are going to have to rally and give him extra support mm. and he has to let them for the first time. So he's starting to sort of let his guard down and become a bit more generous and accept other people's generosity. This is exactly what we need. Yeah, we mm. need to watch this. Yeah. So bad. Thank you so much. Get in touch and let me know what you think. Thank you. I would love to. Uh, Maybe it'll backfire completely and you hate him even and more. And he's worse. <laughs> <laughs> but I also hated Blade Runner and I've listened to you. Oh, okay, so great. Thank that, you. Great. Yeah, so Thank you so much. I was definitely closer to your end of the spectrum Thank before so I watched much. this. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, what's your least favourite thing about this movie? Oh, just all the talking and just how like I the whole vibe of this movie is like yeah I was the smartest guy in the room Mm. everyone else was dumb except for me and you're like that then that just over and over and over again of just like Mm. the same monologue of like this guy thought he was smart not smarter than me got him like it just happened so many times the only storyline I gave a fuck about was Sharon, Sharon Stone yeah. and Robert De Niro's characters. Mm. Um, that's how I picked the parts that I skipped. As soon as they had a, a big scene that ended, I was like, all right, I can skip the next minute. <laughs> Did you see when she hooked up with Joe Pesci? Yes. That was, I'm going to be honest, 
I found it kind of hot and I hate myself for it. In the room? Not like, not like in a like, uh, I think I, I kind of way, way in a way of like, this is so forbidden. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't think I should even be watching this. Yeah. Like this feels very illegal kind yeah. of thing. Hmm. Anyway. What about it felt illegal? Just like the fact that like um, we were watching someone like cheat on their partner mm. and then also that he like shoved her, his, well, her head into his crotch. Oh, I was like, yeah. <gasps> but consensually, yeah. like she was into it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, seducing yeah. him. Yeah. She was manipulating him yeah. completely, right? That was my take on that it. That was, yeah, I think. She needed him to do certain things What does she call her? him? Her sponsor. She's like, I need a new sponsor. Yes. Mm. And she's going to be like, you're going to protect me. You're going to take care of me. I was like, no, he's not. He's Joe Pesci. He's going to go get another facelift. <laughs> <laughs> he would. How's the scene where he's talking about veal with another oh, random yeah. woman as he walks her towards her car and he's talking about white meal versus pink veal and milk fed veal. Oh and yeah. As he's talking about that, she <laughs> leans over and starts going down on him. Like, God, girls. That is such a gross male fantasy. It is. Right? Like yep. that is the, exactly the sort of scene that I can imagine tickling the fancy of those boys at drama, drama school. school. Yeah. So that's how it's going to be, dudes. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait till I get to have my moment like that. Yeah. Can't yeah. talk about feeling mm. yeah. blowjob. <laughs> I'm saying the most interesting, exciting thing in yeah. the world. And she just finds me so cool and interesting. She yeah, has yeah, to yeah. suck my She can't wait dick. a second longer. Yeah. To get at that <laughs> penis of mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were there any moments that you guys liked in this in this film? Obviously Sharon Stone. And her outfits. Yeah. yeah. Any like, I guess, maybe like storyline stuff. Actually, did you guys find in any way interesting like learning about how to how people cheat at casinos and all the corruption and all that kind of stuff or was that really boring? Mm. Well, yeah. I think it's, it, to me I was like, it's so outdated. Like you can't do all of this shit. Yeah, that's and, true. Like the whole like finger tapping mm. thing. I was like, that's – I mean, maybe I don't know. I just I'm too scared to, to ever even conceptualize <laughs> cheating at a casino. Yeah. Cause they'll find me and they'll take me away. Yeah. Mm. Have you guys been to Vegas? Yes, we, we went together. together. Oh, really? And we saw the Backstreet Boys Get live. Oh. That was awesome. When? 2018. Okay. That was yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it was awesome. That was sick. Have you been? Yes. Yeah. Once. Um. And I did not bet a single dollar. Yep. Because it just doesn't appeal to oh, me. Oh, no. At I'm all. not a gambling man. Um, and I've never really loved the idea of Vegas. I always assumed I'd go at some point. I was lucky enough to go for work. Oh, nice. Um, and having been there once, that was enough. That's enough. It was even grosser than I imagined. And we stayed in a really, really gorgeous hotel yeah. and went to lovely restaurants, went and saw Elton John at Caesar's Palace. Oh, my God. Like, did it really well, but just. Everything it's the in the between atmosphere of like what they do to manipulate the lighting and the oxygen, and they still have smoking indoors there, and like, it was all the gambling no going on twenty four hours a day. Like all of that, I've always felt very icky. Yeah. So yeah, watching a movie that's just that literally does not appeal. Yeah, so. agreed. Yeah, gambling makes me very anxious mm. and nervous. Mm. Just even watching people gamble, I'm like, oh my god, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. We I think put one dollar into this. We did just to be like say that we slot machine gambled was, in Las Vegas. Yeah, I think we put one dollar in the slot. It yeah. was literally, I think, yeah, one dollar. <laughs> like, we'll get, get addicted. <laughs> and it's just kind of like I, this is yeah, it's just gross over there. It's just so commercial and bright and just cheesy and everything. Like, well, like Robert De Niro says in this movie, like obviously after this era, um, Vegas changed a lot and became a lot more commercial. Mm. One of my a friend of mine who's American, when we were there, texted, like saw that we were there and texted me and said like, ah, oh, you're in Vegas, the place where Americans are not afraid to be Americans. Yes. <laughs> and that's like a perfect description of yes. Vegas. They're not afraid to be themselves. Truly them out there work. <laughs> yeah. Walking around with giant like those drink cups yeah. with the yeah, oh god, <laughs> mm, <laughs> like it's it's just like a big fucking Easter show. It's a big one big fairground. Yeah, um, there were two moments that I mm. <laughs> had a good chuckle. First off, I really loved the opening montage of introducing Ginger when she was going around. You got to see her in her powerful prime. Yeah, like, loved that. Yeah, practically running that city. Yeah, um, that was the best part for her. And then I had to laugh when she was doing cocaine in front of her daughter. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that it came out of nowhere a little yes. bit. That was like, <gasps> she's a bad mum. Here, yeah. Looks at her daughter and he's like, "You shouldn't do this. This is bad." <laughs> that was an iconic moment. That was. And then I loved when in I think it's Kansas City, the people who were sort of pulling the strings from a distance and managing oh, yeah. the money, All that the, Italian the family, dudes. and the old nonna is there, and she's so offended by the obscene language mm. that her son's using. Yeah, which was just sort of a cute scene until I found out this morning doing a bit of googling. That's Martin Scorsese's mom. <gasps> He's done that before. Yes. And she was so cute and she didn't know the script. So that's her honest reaction. She hates swearing. And so he'd engineered this scene so that she would be sort of confronted by these actors dropping the F-bomb again and again and again. And so all those (gasps) (gasps) shocked moments, that's her genuine reaction. So I want to go back and rewatch that scene. That's pretty fucking cute. That's adorable. She was adorable. Mm. He's done that before. He had... His mum in Goodfellas as well. Oh, yeah. His mum played Joe And the Pesci. godfather too. She always makes a little drop in. Right. And she's always playing the nonna who's like making food or like mm. telling the boys they need to settle down and find a nice girl. And <laughs> oh. Yeah. So she's a Nepo baby. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Nepo nonna. Nepo yeah. nonna. That's gorgeous. Adorable. Wow. You don't get a lot of those in Hollywood. You don't. And that's got to change. That has yes. to change. Nepotism needs to go the other way it in the really age does, scale. Yes. <laughs> Did this movie live up to your expectations of I, what you thought it would be? True. Um, I thought Michelle Pfeiffer was going to enter the scene at some point. Me too. So, and I don't know why I thought that. There must yeah. be some other sort of casino cocaine-based movie that I thought she was Scarface. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Because um, I could see that too. I might have mm. seen her in that in that slinky dress um, on cocaine roll. <gasps> when she comes mm-hmm. down the elevator. Yeah. The costumes exceeded my expectations. Yes. Especially for Robert De Niro. The men in general, but especially for Robert De Niro. Yeah. Um, all the sets, I think, exceeded my expectations mm. as well. Yes. And the performances were terrific. Mm. So, yeah. In a way, it's like with that equation, maybe I should have liked it more than I did. But if there's not a good story, but that's the thing then is, what's the point? Yeah. Mm. I read that Scorsese actually said, which I think is so rude, uh, at one point he said there is no plot in this film. Oh, the, yeah. the, why, why there are we is. here? But like he said it like there's no plot. Like that's how good of a storyteller I am. It's just a bunch of stories linked together but there's no actual overarching plot. Oh. Then just give us a fashion show because that was the only yeah. good part. Mm. Just give us a nice montage with a cool backing track. <laughs> Beck, did it exceed or unseed your um, expectations? It, it nearly won me over because, again, beautiful, stunning. Mm. Their house in San Diego was Ugh. on screen for like two seconds and I yeah. it's my dream house. Yeah. And I want it. Carpets sh- everywhere. Oh, and all the different colours of carpets yeah, you could want levels. in every room. I want two, three levels in one room. Yeah, yeah. all thick shag yeah. pile, impossible to get any stains out of. Yes. My dream. <laughs> The wardrobe alone. Yes. Oh, that walk in. Oh. And when she comes in, like I loved all this, the beginning stuff before stuff went bad. Mm. I love all the glitz and the glamour. I love her walking in and just being like, oh, all of my things my are here. Stuff. And she's yes. just like looking through, but they're all been set up in this beautiful, rich, like walk-in wardrobe. I'm like, you deserve this, Ginger. Mm. Yeah, well, that was very exciting. Mm. But then the length of it was just mm. so t- – they could have cut out at least 45 minutes. Mm. I think at so. At least 45, um, if not a whole other hour and a half. Because mm. um, mm. it was just – and it was a, we watched a three-hour movie last week. We watched Magnolia. True. And that didn't feel like three hours. That's it so okay. true. It felt like 90 minutes. Mm. And this felt like – seven hours it was so drawn out yeah i found that i was unable to pay attention because i would keep looking at how many more minutes are left like a countdown yeah surely something's gonna happen yeah Yeah. we're in the story yet right we're there but no and then it was annoying then how it was like and everything went back to how it has always been yeah i was like then what was the point yeah we just watched a woman die slowly yes. through everything she didn't want to do. Because of you, the guy who survives. Yeah. And he's, he's like, the only one. Good that- life. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. yucky. <laughs> and then, of course, it's all his version of events because it's based exactly. on his memoir. Mm. He really did have a TV show. Really? In yeah. the casino? Because that was such a weird little twist. That was so strange. He's on telly. And, ah. yeah, he genuinely did have a TV show in the 70s. You can look up clips online. Yeah. We're absolutely going to post a clip yeah. on social. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all because every confident man thinks he should have a talk show, though. As soon as I saw Robert De Niro sitting on a talk show set in that casino, I was like, of course he did. Yeah. Of mm. course. Yeah. Of course he thinks he's, he can run a talk show. Yes. <laughs> okay. Questions for you, Jacob. Yes. Did this movie make you horny? Uh, honestly, I think it was just too boring yeah. <laughs> to be anything other than a bonus shrinker for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like we keep saying, visually very, very Gorgeous. beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, nothing mm-hmm, got me mm-hmm. excited. Rebecca? Weirdly, that blowjob scene, which I'll have to talk about in therapy. No, I, I get that. I get yeah. it. It's, it's, it's half. Scary and disturbing because, like, yuck, Sharon. You can do so much better. Yes. Um, but also it was, yeah, it was the secrecy, the the power dynamics that were at play. They were both gaining something from it. Like, no mm. one was a victim. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. So that, but not like proper, like yeah. like a yeah. <laughs> kind of horny. <laughs> a little misty. <laughs> yeah. And then just all of Sharon yes. Stone in every shot, every outfit every flick of the hair i was mm. enchanted every bright dazzling smile mm. even with the mullet i even was like she could still she mm. could still get it mm. absolutely i don't blame her it's a sign of the times that she was in everyone had mullets back then mm. um, um what about you alexia yeah for the same reasons as you guys yeah not really but so beautiful would you recommend this movie on a date Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think movies are a great idea for dates, full stop. <gasps> Thank you. Okay, you're the first person to ever say that on uh-huh. this podcast, and I have to agree. Yeah, how has no one given us that answer yeah, yet? Yeah, that's so true. I've Yeah. Like, later on into the relationship, sure. Yes. But, yeah. like, that's the same as going to see a movie with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Really. Yeah, like, you're just you sort of... watching the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, first, like, five to ten dates, mm. like... I've Mm. Love that. Yeah. And this movie in particular, obviously just way too long. Too and I think polarizing as well. Mm. You wouldn't want something that's going to split the two of you potentially. Yeah. Yep. If mm. he's like, yeah, crazy bitch, get mm. into the ground or yeah. whatever. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Beck, would you recommend this movie in a date? No. No, me neither. No, no, no. I would recommend um, just watch Goodfellas mm. and then an watch like a montage on YouTube of all of Sharon Sharon Stone's outfits. And you've seen the best parts. You really have. I'm sure there will be a montage. We'll post that. Mm. Yes, please. Just for me. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Uh, No, absolutely not. Just for nothing more than it's too long and rude. (laughs) And rude? (laughs) It's rude how long it is. Oh, right, right. (laughs) And too rude. (laughs) I thought you were like, Martin Scorsese's mum was right. There was too many swears. Um, ratings. How many bumps of cocaine in front of the baby out of five? <laughs> exactly my brief, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> how many bumps of coke in front of a baby do you give this movie, Jacob? <laughs> out of five. Okay, we'll have one bump for Robert's <laughs> outfits, Bobby's. We'll have another bump for Sharon's outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a bump for all three of the main characters' performances. Lovely. So three out of ten. Okay, cool. Feels about that right, good. but I mm. could maybe bump it up to a fourth bump if I think about all the sets and all that sort of, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, four bumps. But no, that I feel is a bit too generous. So we'll go 3.5 <laughs> bumps. That's, good, so that's, a really, nice. that's a good night. Um, what about you, Rebecca? I will have to give a big fat bump, of course, mm-hmm. to Sharon Stone. One that you're like, I don't think I need another bump for the rest of the night. Yeah. Level of bump. <laughs> um, and then uh, the... Remember, guys, this is in front of a baby. <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> it's very right if you start off by saying, you shouldn't do this, this is bad. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Don't try this then at it's home. It's like a trigger warning at the start of yeah. anything. You can say anything after a trigger after, warning. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, and then the crew in the art department, they get another mm. fat, fat bump. Yeah. Mm. If you had both those bumps in a night, you might be like, I'd have to quit tomorrow. Mm. Um, and that is... I think we're oh maybe like a little. We need one for the soundtrack. <gasps> Sorry oh, to interrupt, yes. but I just remember this soundtrack was fantastic. This was awesome. Awesome. Yep. The needle drops again and again and again. I was like, oh, this makes it worth it. Yes, it was very ridiculous. You know what? A little a, a little nail bump or a little key bump, mm. a little key bump. key bump for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in front of a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Respectful on a Fisher Price key. No <laughs> key. <laughs> <laughs> Better than shelving it in front of yeah. the baby. No, um. no, no, no. That would be <laughs> inappropriate. That would need a big trigger warning, yes. <laughs> Alexia? I just brought up the wiki. I was going to look up something that we were just talking about, but now I can't remember. Anyway. Can you do a bump in front of a baby? Yeah. Yes, you can. Should you? It's for the jury to decide. Ask Ginger. Um, I give it Six. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Oh, that's um, a good night. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Miss um, money bags here. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Um, I do agree with everything you guys don't like about the movie, but I don't know, just something. Maybe it was like right place, right time the other night when I watched it. I was just, I don't know, like in a good mood or something. And it just, all of the intricacies of how the casino works and the double crossing and stuff. like got me it hooked me and Mm. I was in and I was following the plot which doesn't normally happen in these kind of movies so I have to give it to Scorsese for that so I'm going to say six Mm -hmm. nice yeah Mm That's good. If you said seven, I would stand up and I would walk. Yeah, I could not. I cannot bump it up to seven. Like you've lost the mission statement. You've gone crazy. That's what I'm worried about. Yes, uh, that was Casino with Jacob Stanley. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And um, we'd love to have you back. If there's any movies that you do like, we'd love to talk to you about. Chicago sounds like a fun one. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Look forward to it. Great. Cool. Thanks, Jacob. Oh, oh, we have a little sign off that we do. Um, So, Jacob. Alexia, a dear listener, a kumite to you. A kumite to you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Right! <laughs>